Welcome to our podcast. Where me and my best friend are having a conversation and y'all happen to be in our business. <laughs> but we're glad you're here. We're putting it all on the table from everything pop culture, wellness, and everyday life. And we're even spilling a little tea. So stick around because child being on me, yeah. And we're back. Pussy don't fail me now. Oh. <laughs> I need you to restart that. No, we're not going to do that. No. Because no. did it fail you? I need to know. The people want to know. It, has it failed you, child? Y'all didn't hear his baritone when he said he said don't fail me now. That sound like that's the kind of that's the kind of tone you have when you tipping around in some house shoes with a, with, a, with a house coat on that's to get the raggedy with the raggedy uh, built around it. Oh Jesus! You, you slide in house shoes. You don't fail me now. Yeah. Why did you record? And you got a pot of grits on the stove. You. <laughs> Gotta get the kids up for school Ooh, in the morning. Geez. All right, y'all. Well, welcome back. It is us. <laughs> Truly, we have to hit y'all with that beautiful montage, y'all. Because if we don't do it, who else? Who else gonna do it, bitch? Ain't nobody else gonna do it. So, what y'all don't know is that that while while Josh has a full time fucking job and Josh also sings, Josh will be moonlighting. Uh, <laughs> At, 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 at Ray's Boom Boom Room, and he, the pink you can monkey. you can catch him on pink. Saturday night singing. Pussy don't fail me now, and he goes just like that. So anyway, <laughs> child, we back. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Oh, oh my god. How how are you? How are I you? I'm distraught because you you recorded that. Yeah, this let me tell you, this Chantus. <laughs> <laughs> Has been taking this on this on the road. He only sings a few words. Because oh. They say, "Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage is Josh." Ooh, and everybody, pussy don't feel it <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! The sad part is, I know you gonna keep that. That is so fucked. What up. you mean, child? You thought that was gonna be taken? You know, I don't never delete nothing except for. Child, you didn't even tell me he was recording. First of all, surprise. <sighs> so yes, y'all, listen again. For those of y'all who listen to our podcast, we want to thank y'all so much. We we love doing this. This is this is our outlet. Yes, guys. And I just want to say, you know, shout out to people who have given us positive feedback and have had nothing but love um, for us because it's important that we do what we do. Child, you know? speaking of positive feedback, which, no. <laughs> don't, look, don't look like that. Let me check the inbox, child. Yeah. No, you know, because I be looking. I went to um, look at our ratings on fucking uh, Apple Podcasts. Bitch, somebody gave us one star. I want to know who the fuck don't, it was. Because, bitch, you, when I find you. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I was having a good ass night. How dare you? When I find you, bitch. I, you know what? Let me tell you. I'm going to peel your motherfucking muffin cap back. There's some hating ass hoes in this world. And we just want to let y'all know <sighs> that. Like. It's probably somebody jealous <coughs> because they don't can't start no podcast. Jealous and motherfucking bald head bitch. Well, <laughs> you can also hear Josh's hit single "Bald Head Bitch" <laughs> at the at the Pink Monkey uh, down um, off of one eighty three. So, uh, that and also his hit. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. What that's do we it. do it? That's, I'm just trying to tell them what, what to expect. <laughs> so, uh, one star. Did they say why? No, it it didn't show because I don't have access to see the the. So, stuff. so the. Uh-uh, I can no. tell you why, but is it is it one star in the so I could go to like the podcast on like like when you finna go rate the podcast? It child, we have one star on one of so like our average is four point six. Four point six. It was a five. These <laughs> devils! Wait, let me, let me let me see. And it shows we got one, one star. I'm I'm not I'm not happy with that. <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Hold please. Mm-hmm. Four point six. Yep. Somebody rated us one star. I had it memorized. I tell. You. But you know what? Could you what you what they want they weren't bad wasn't bad enough bitch to to say nothing about it. Right, bitch. Write us an email. Show us who you are. Cause the two the two reviews I got enjoying listening to you guys. Thank you for your vulnerability, fellow Aggie class of 2015. Um, I think I know who that is. That's, I think that's Jacob. I'm so glad I started listening to this. LOL, LOL. You know, see, a lot of people have rated it, but they just didn't comment. Shout out to you, Mister One Star. Yeah. I know it, it might be your old girl. Which old girl? Oh, girl that um. That uh, was my part of my child. Well, she she was my child. Please, she might be my child. Please, you know, oh, uh, mm, girl, the uh, superstar from Austin, Texas. Oh, bitch! Okay. I wish the fuck you would. You know, it's okay. It's <clears throat> no, but I, and I gotta see you tomorrow. Oh, you do have to see you tomorrow. You know, it's all good because you know what? We just gonna keep rising, Naji Rumba. Um, yes, and see um, ya, huh? so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. A lot of y'all don't realize that <laughs> sitting before me is a vocalist to the stars. I was not even thinking. You don't have to. You don't have to say. <sighs> Sometimes your speaking voice is just so melodic. Don't you all agree? Um, Good night. But but anyway, um, we we've been taking we've we've been we've taken some breaks because we are trying to figure out the best way to put out Technical the, this. Difficulties. Yes, but I'm trying to give it, come at come at them with a with a PC approach. We are trying to figure out the best way to bring you good quality content. So if you believe in our podcast, give us all the monies. All the monies. <laughs> we just go up and set up a cash app. You know what? And we not, we are. And we are. And we not we not finna be we just gonna be ourselves, you know? Which is all we know how to be. So how are you doing? What's going on with you? What's good in your world? Um, I'm fine. Um as long as Leandria bring her ass to church tomorrow. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. And I'll speak on that uh, at a later date. All grievances will be settled, and monies will be paid, and singers will have sung. Um, that's all we can hope for. That's all we can say. <laughs> so today, you know, we 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 don't always have to hit y'all with pop shit, but it is a lot going on in the world. There was a shooting um, at a Michigan high school. Yeah. Um, we just gonna go ahead and keep it real with y'all. We know the the amount of mass shootings that occur in this country yes. are by cishead white males, yep. and the conversation is a little different surrounding white males. So the pictures that were shown of this young man were pictures pictures of him smiling, you know, happy, sunshiny, like an innocent little child, innocent little child, you know. But let us shoot up some child. They finna find him back in the when he was a baby shooting up a finger, shooting up the finger. <laughs> Trayvon Martin was a child. And they and the pictures of him that surfaced from these these right wing uh, news uh, reporters and and websites were of him with his grill thrown in the middle finger, as if these as if these 
people right. um, don't don't also post pictures doing all kinds of crazy stuff with their hands, you know. And right. it's it's interesting because he's being portrayed as this, you know, maybe he was he was a sunshiny kid, you know, mm-hmm. he's misunderstood. Post but you know what's so what's so crazy is that they're putting they're they're they they've uh, they they had a manhunt for his parents. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, saw that. Yeah, got him. Yeah, but it's but it's interesting because the sh- the focus has shifted to the parents. My question is this: Why why y'all ain't anybody tried to go get Kyle Rittenhouse, Mama? Now, <laughs> right? Like I, I'm trying to figure out. So so we can we can we can go pick up Homeboy's parents, but y'all don't go pick up Kyle, Mama, them because Kyle was 17, um, driving you know with with, with a state line with a, with a, with a gun. Right. So y'all not gonna say until his mama like. It just it just goes to show you that how they like there is a there is a cushion around white men in this country. Yeah. And if you are a white man and you listen to our podcast, you know, thank you so much for your for your listen. And you know, hopefully you don't center yourself and that you understand that this has nothing to do with you and it has everything to do with you. And I hope that you're having these conversations at your house on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Amen. You know. Um. Anyway. Well, so did you see that they uh, bro, uh they looked at text messages. Cause I just saw why I was waiting on you in the car, amen. <laughs> amen. And um, I didn't re- I didn't want to go too off into the, the the whatever I was reading because I ain't got time. But uh, <laughs> apparently he had told his told his parents that he was gonna do it, and the mama sent a text message back talking about don't do it. So you knew this time all this time that he was gonna do it, and you didn't call the police. Oh, I didn't even know that. She said just don't don't. Yeah, she said don't do it. She did Bryson Tiller, don't. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> You knew he was going to go shoot up the school, and you didn't do nothing about it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> That's great. So so there's that. Um, you know what? Um, peace and positivity and love and light to the families who lost loved ones, the children who were murdered in this horrible shooting. <sighs> These things, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But I'm going to say this, and this might be a little controversial. Um I think that people on um, both sides of the aisle use this as an opportunity to spark hot debates about gun control and things like that. I think that we need to get to the heart of the issue of of how to protect our schools. Mm-hmm. Like now, now, gun, now, I I will say I'm not going to be ignorant. Gun control is it's it's an important topic and it's something that should you know um, that's going to be forever debated. But how are we protecting the schools? What money? is being funneled into these schools to, you know, to um, hire better counselors to, and if not better counselors, child uh, 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 metal detectors, right. uh, you know, armed armed policemen. Child, in my high school, you know, child to offer some money, I guess, it, we had one police officer, and he was not, he was not a very, he was a very slight um, <laughs> individual. Like, child, who he gonna, who, who, who he gonna, gonna tackle? Who he gonna fight. <laughs> right, I see you in there with a flashlight. But um, you know, we need to if hire trained professionals to to take back these schools, you know, from these. But I, I don't know if you saw that video of students barricaded in a room, and Mm-mm. he pretended to be a police officer and told them to come out. He said, "It's safe out here, bro." When I heard him wow. say that, like I, I I shouldn't be watching videos like that, but I heard him say that, and it just it. I got a, I got a chill. Yeah. But, but no, because these kids were smart enough. They said when they heard him say brothers, like, oh hell no, he said bro. He went on us. They're like, girl, I got the window. They started, they started jumping out the window when he said bro. I said, you know what? I put myself in his shoes. I was like, 
Would I have been smart enough to be like when he said, "How you safe out here, bro?" Like, oh, well, straight. That's cool, then. You know, <laughs> come out. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm, I commend those students for under for knowing that they're you know knowing the red flags um, or whatever have you. Um, what else is going on in the world? Um, <laughs> I didn't watch this because you know. I am a little hood, but I, I definitely try to keep my hoodness, my hoodosity, if you will, oh, uh, to a, to a minimum. Did you hear about the fight that happened at the verses between Bone Thugs and Harmony and Three Six Mafia? Child, I heard, but I, I I didn't read it because that is a whole bunch of mess and it got nothing to do with my business. But apparently, Swiss Beats was was on uh, was was throwing so much shade at them because they were trying to pretend to be mega stars. First of all, anybody bought a Bone Thugs and Harmony CD, wow. you know. Since you know people was getting um, S curls, uh, okay. <laughs> and same with Three Six Mafia. Like, I'm, no, I won't deny their their impact. You know, in you know urban radio and in, in our community, in the black community. But how are you gonna try to come on versus and demand a bunch of shit? Apparently, they were demanding all kinds of ridiculous things, and then Busy Bone was the one that was that was was fighting. It's like, bruh, like. How, it was like Bone Thugs with no harmony. Oh, it was just so <laughs> there was no harmony. They were I didn't watch it because I was like, Child, I ain't trying to watch this nineteen ninety nine bull crap. But anyway, um, mm. what else is going on in the world? You want to talk about Mama Tina? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we okay. I think that Josh and I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I would like to say that we. We're, we are a part of the high, but we, we're, we represent a different part of the high. Child, we are the cultured part of, <laughs> the, of the high. We are child. the seasoned high. Like, we are stands, but we, 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 we understand. The honey. <laughs> I like Josh, I, I fucking like that, Josh. That was nice. Um, um, it's not crazy. The honey's a little bit different where we are. You know, like right. it's, 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 it's royal jelly. It's sweeter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jenna's crazy. But so okay, so mom, so Mama Tina was on Instagram Live. Somebody take her phone first of all. Please. Take Mama Tina's phone. Love, love you, Mama Where's Tina. Blue? Love you. Please don't um, get your grandma. It's I don't. <laughs> Blue must have been taking a nap because clearly she's the brains of the entire operation. She runs. Operation. She she runs yeah. Ivy Park. I'm 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 certain. Yes. But um, Mama. So someone asked Mama Tina if if Beyonce's album was coming, and she said, "Stay tuned." Stay tuned. And don't y'all know that fans was like, "It's gonna be a double disc. <laughs> it's it's got to be an anthology." Beyonce coming tonight. Mama Tina never. She never said that. <laughs> she didn't say she's coming. She didn't say anything. But real fans been knew Beyonce was coming. Yeah, absolutely. Child, we know. Absolutely, but it just it blows my mind how how Mama Tina could have could have sneezed like, "Bitch, Beyonce put out." It's she put out a, a movie on Netflix. Five disc album. It's gotta be. It's coming tomorrow. Did you see how Mama Tina blinked her eyes twice? <laughs> She's pregnant with twins again. <laughs> like it's, it's, so Twitter, Beyonce is trending. Beyonce is trending. Beyonce is coming was trending yesterday um, because people saw Mama Tina, um, watched her live, and when she said "Stay tuned," um, title, title. So this is this is B Watch. Um, we are officially in B Watch season. Oh. I think I, I do believe Beyonce is dropping an album. I I think before the year is out. Um, it's gonna be on Christmas. It's gonna be on. <laughs> she wants she she want to be a gift so bad. She, she wants. She is the gift. She wants the gift from Virgo. <laughs> the gift from Virgo. Right. Right. People trying to people try to like calculate her moves, but 
she don't really. Ha- I think she has her own way of doing things. But folks will watch videos and see pictures and be like, "It's a sign." If she wearing a yellow sure, shirt, but she do. Be she do, hair. but she like sometimes it be it be the stupid stuff. Like, did you see how her hair is bust down the middle? It was bust down the middle when she did jump and jumping, which came out on, on April thirtieth um, at four thirty p.m. So we gotta wait for April thirtieth because when it's coming out, it's like y'all, like come on, man. She y'all might be right, but <laughs> but she has been kind of recreating her some like old mm-hmm. classic looks and these recent photos. So like, oh, that's pretty interesting, so. Have you? Nope. Do you remember, um, do you remember Tessica Brown? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. I am one more. I'm, okay. <laughs> For those of you who do not remember Tessica Brown, she is our beloved Gorilla Glue girl. Child. You know, you know Gorilla Glue girl, the girl, the woman My who hair won't, won't move. move. <laughs> the woman who used Gorilla Glue to um to make her slick to back ponytail, she did, she did, she and her whole head down, and had to go to the emergency room and to a, to a surgeon yeah. to remove that stuff with a with a concoction mm-hmm. that probably would have taken taken her scalp off. <laughs> so let me tell y'all, I, and and I and I'm I'm as a man, I'm very careful with talking about hair that belong on a woman's head. But I know what I like. I know what I see, and I'm gonna tell y'all what it, what it is. So I watched her new video. She she released a new video, saying that her her hair was falling out in clumps. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is where I might be a little problematic, but please please stick with me. That looks like some fake hair. They're like they're like packaged curly hair, like hair that comes out of a like, like it looked like. Well. I mean, it did, but she was running the comb to her head. I don't think them curls was hers, though. But oh. you know, when your hair is damaged, when you do too much to it, it don't it, the, the the consistency of it, the texture of it changes. What I'm saying is, it looked like some some it looked like some yaki that was that was oh. that was curled with a with the, it, looked, it looked like synthetic hair actually that was curled with a, with by a machine. It didn't look like her hair. I still and I and I still believe that wasn't her hair. I think that she's doing these things for clout. I mean, honestly she think might she be. Is. I mean, after she tried to release that song. <laughs> I didn't know she was releasing a song. We, she, she released a song, My Hair Won't Move. <laughs> and it's a whole little remix. The crazy thing about it is, you, so you didn't hear that she hit up uh, Nicki Minaj's uh, people to get her on the track, and they didn't respond. <laughs> that's, why, that's what I'm telling you. This is stunts and shows. That's not her hair. <laughs> she got the hair out of a package at the King's, at the King's Flea Market. That's not her hair. Um, but I did not know that. Sure, know. Yeah, she sent her, her. She wanted Nicki Minaj to be featured on there, so she sent the, the damn music over there, and they didn't respond. Duh, like just because you you keep you keep damaging your hair does not make you a star. I I don't know. We live in some very strange times. We live in times where people will take to TikTok and YouTube and <laughs> and Instagram Live. When when things are slow for them, and you know what, I want all of us, I want all my people to make it. I really do, but y'all gotta cut that shit out. Like, stop, don't, don't hurt yourself on on you know on a on a social media, um, you know platform, because you hurting for money. Yeah, it's it's wild out here. Um, let me see what's going on. Well, shout out to Mariah Carey for having the first holiday song that uh, went diamond. Um, y'all know what that song is. I, I, you hear it every year, multiple every times year. a year around this time, around I mean, Christmas it's time. Song. It's a good song. It is a good song. You know, it's crazy. Mariah Carey is ha- is a great writer, and she I is. I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like, 
she she was talking about how she doesn't play piano well, but she can pluck out to, you know um, melodies on the piano, and that's that that's writing. That's mm-hmm. writing. A lot of folks don't know what writing is. Like people think that. So someone I saw a tweet that said, and I I have to be, be mindful not to argue with people when it comes to Beyonce. But people always say Beyonce has a lot of writers. The thing is, you can hum something and it, it, it'll make you a writer. You right. know what I'm saying? So just because you just because you see someone has a lot of credits on their on their song it doesn't mean that they didn't contribute a whole lot um there's a lot that goes into writing and composing and things like that. i was on i was actually on ascap the other day because i was trying to figure out if i was gonna get a little two dollar check here or there <laughs> um and there's a lot of writers you know um you can you can go to any any artist that's that has an ascap you know um there's an ascap member you can see all of the the songs that they've released. Even some of the songs Beyonce has a lot of songs that she never released. Of course. And you can go and see like <laughs> it's crazy the people that that she's written with and written for. And also if say if they sample your work, you, your name will show up mm-hmm. on the thing. And I was just t- I was telling I was telling you this uh, a few minutes ago, Josh. I um, went to this website that tells you all the songs that Beyonce sampled. Um, and I made child, I made an amazing playlist. Like it's it's so dope. It's all these old school ass. Um, songs that that she didn't necessarily can't take all the credit for because her producer people who created these beats you know Mm. her tracks are the ones that sampled so um so shout out to the team and um, we're excited about beyonce coming to us um what else is going on in the in in the world i don't know i ain't really checked (laughs) i've been you know out of the loop this week yeah um Kirk Franklin uh, oh, has Jesus. revealed that his relationship with his son is still rocky. Um, Hell, I knew that. Cause, so I'm following the nigga on, on Instagram. Just, <laughs> child, I heard he, he be doing some questionable stuff. He got me wondering, is he part of the family? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't talking about Kirk Franklin and the family. And the family. <laughs> I like that. That was good. Thank you. Josh, you are here, you are here Josh. <laughs> I love it. Um, he, I, I'm not going to touch on this too much because... I think actually it's gonna be good. We can we'll lead into this. Um, we'll, we'll, our, our main topic uh, today, um, but he said, and I quote, "I'm the daddy that will love you, and I'm the daddy that will break your neck." Now, let's let's let me let me try to break that apart for a bit. You know, I'm going to unpack that as the yes, child. You know, folks love supposed love to be so extra. I'm gonna let's unpack that. Um, so. We understand as black people that he doesn't mean break your neck, literally break. But we are conditioned to believe that that kind of stuff, that kind of talk is talk is cute. Child almost broke Benicia's neck the other day. You know, it's like, like you know, Benicia sometimes act a little fool. She act a fool in 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 the in in the Walmarts, and uh, and Mama had almost girl almost almost snapped her neck. Now we now we understand that Mama wasn't gonna snap Benicia's neck. So but your ass, but, but we know. have, but we have, I, I don't want to say normalized. I'm so tired of that word being used. But we we've made it okay to use, you know, um, those expressions mm-hmm. when speaking about punishing our children. Right. And so, um, it, it I don't get, I don't care what the, what the outside think about it. But from just from in house stuff, um, what do you what do you think about that? Um, Honest opinion. I I, I don't like it. Um, but I mean, I guess it is. You can say it's a black thing because everybody I know have has talked like that, and they say that stuff to their children, which is is, is 
I mean, he, you as a child hearing it, it could be very, you know, traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, growing up and you get used to it, like, okay, it's normal, which it shouldn't be normal. But, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. From a person who did <laughs> get his ass whooped. Did you get your neck snapped? <laughs> no, nah, but uh, I've, I've been uh, beat to the white meat. Mm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 yeah. I don't uh-uh. I don't agree with that kind of yeah verbiage. Um. So yeah, you know it's it's one of those things where people people will say, well, y'all are too sensitive, generation too sensitive, and and I don't think it's about all that. I I don't think the generation is too sensitive. I think people are beginning to speak up and saying, you know, these are things that happened to us. I mean, child, I don't know if I told you this. I might have told you, but um, I was getting whoopings at my daycare. And my parents didn't know until I was in my twenties, and it wasn't because they they you know just turned a, a, you know I don't blind eye deaf ears problematic. Um, I'm saying that so that y'all stop saying it. It wasn't that they were being negligent or they didn't care. They just didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but we as kids thought that they knew we was getting all, we was getting our asses whooped at daycare. Uh-huh. Um, our daycare our daycare was run by two. Two black women, uh, and okay. you know they they whooped us like 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 they, they I mean because they they, they were they were in a sense parents in our community you know um, and so we didn't ever tell our parents because we thought well shit y'all brought us so y'all y'all <laughs> must know. know we getting we getting that ass tapped um, so I um, but I was twenty years old when I told my mom I was like. Oh yeah, back when we used to get whoopings at at daycare, she said, "Who used to whoop y'all?" I said, "Mama, now you know who used to whoop us." She was like, "We didn't know." And my friends' parents, we were—they were all most of them were in the in a room, and they had no idea that we was going. We was getting whoopings at daycare. Like we used mm. to get towed down for for all for for stupid stuff, you know. Um, and did we learn? Yes, we learned a lot. Child, I learned how to count. To ten in Spanish, I learned yeah. how to tie my shoe. I learned how I learned how to which which hand which arm to, wrist to wear a watch on, you know, um, because I was left handed. Okay, I was about um, to say, is there a rule? I just thought it was because so the opposite. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I mean, I learned I learned a lot of things from that daycare, but we learned. I won't say we learned out of fear, but we knew that there were consequences if we if we if we acted out, you know, mm-hmm. and so. You know, people will probably argue, well, that's why you get whoopings. But I know plenty of people who got whoopings in in, in, in prison today well. um, or need to be there. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Kind of. No. Um, <laughs> that's, all, that's for another another conversation. I was Anyway. Um, I don't think there's much else we need to talk about. I know Portia Williams mentioned um, R. Kelly on Tamron Hall's show. Um, I don't He was a predator. I, I, I am – this – it's just – Child, I don't advocate. Like I, I just made a comment about prison. I don't necessarily advocate for for imprisonment, but I do advocate for punishment for the things that you do. Right. And so, um, child, if if anybody belongs the, in jail, it's yeah. Robert Sylvester Kelly. I keep forgetting his name. My name is Sylvester. <laughs> Sylvester. Um, child. So let me let me tell you. Let me tell you what. Um, I went home. Um, for my for Thanksgiving, and um, I my mom said we watching TV and Eve um, obviously is pregnant, and my mom said, "Look, you know what? Eve is an example. If she can get pregnant and and get married, you can get get married to a woman and have a child." Oh, that's not how that works. <laughs> 
So, my, <laughs> my mother was trying to have conversations about gay stuff that, that, that week. And I just, I didn't have it in me to do it, to have those conversations with her. I'm just not, that's just not where I am right now. Oh, yeah. uh, but she, she, I don't think it's where she is right now. I don't think she want to have it either, but she's just trying to put it out. My One of my friends was like, she's trying to put it out there, Musa. So, she is. but I think she putting out there and I don't know what she, what she going to get back. Child, so, well. and please don't listen to this podcast, mama, because I'm going to tell you this is not. Just go a couple episodes back. You get everything you need. Somebody, I'm surprised out of all the messy people that I know in my life, I'm surprised ain't nobody going back. Like, he, you know, he 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 putting his business out there. You, you should hear it, Dustin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't hear what Dustin said. Um, but yeah, so coming soon. Me, uh, my wife, and kid coming to Thanksgiving next year, <laughs> and my uh, husband, and yeah, him too. Excuse me if I'm smacking, but right, he had to take a short break. They had brought us some food. Yes. Some falafels and such. Thanks, Moose's Bay. (laughs) (laughs) You know who you are. Raggedy Ass didn't tell me you love me back. (laughs) He did. He didn't tell you you love me back. That's what else. Um, So, what I want to talk about. Did we even finish our last conversation? I don't even know. Anyway. No. (laughs) I don't think we did. See, which I know we took a little break. It's been, it's been edited for, for your listening Two pleasure. Two hours later. Two hours later. Uh, let me wrap up this falafel and galafel. Um, that's a lot of falafel. So, earlier, I talked about um, Kurt Franklin and the things he said to his son. Right. And if you remember, when everything popped off, you know, there was a strong response from the black Christian community mm-hmm. on both how sides, both sides but overwhelmingly there was an overwhelming amount of support for Kirk Franklin mm-hmm. um, and for, for those of you who are who don't understand what happened who, who, first of all those who don't know who Kirk Franklin is Kirk Franklin is a multi-platinum um, Grammy award winning gospel artist yes. from he he been in the game for years. Yes, his career spans oh, decades. Um, he has written some of your favorite bops, uh, melodies from heaven. Melodies, melodies, <laughs> melodies. Uh, <laughs> silver and gold. Silver okay, and gold. Yeah. <laughs> and stomp. stomp. Let us lest we forget Child. how the children's choir did stomp every every first Sunday. Um, is it first Sunday? The children? I think so. Makes me want to think. Ladies and gentlemen, Stone at the Pink Monkey, Josh, who <laughs> <laughs> will be singing. <laughs> I would do it. You do. Go ahead and hit it. Hit it with the. I'm not. Oh, okay. Nah. He's also. He'll also be performing Stomp. Down to the pink monkey. <laughs> Coming you. out with a robe. <laughs> sure, yeah. And that's all I don't have on. Oh, uh, child, is child. it is that is that, is that ever, do you ever have on anything else, girl? Child. Let me know. Let's not do this because there are church <laughs> folks who definitely listen to And that's fine. Um, um what's up, Lori? Oh uh, <laughs> <My> friend. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get together very soon. Yes, yeah, um, you coming on the show. Yeah. So so let's so we we kind of went off on a tangent, but people have been showing him a lot of support, stating that, you know, 
there's a problem with with kids talking. Now, not, let me be very clear. Kids should. So I didn't. I still didn't talk about what he did. So basically, um, a conversation was leaked with uh, maybe a year or so ago yeah. of Kirk Franklin and his son. And Kurt Franklin was talking spicy. They were cussing both seeing ta- him out. They were, yeah, he was cussing him out. They were both talking spicy, but they were. Kurt Franklin, you know, took it to another level. He did. And you know, so it 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 leaked, and some people were saying, you know, he should be talking like that. He's, you know, he's a man of God. You know, he's a gospel recording artist. This, you know, taints his ministry. And some people, some uh, most people were saying, you know what? No, fuck all that. They weren't saying fuck all that. Well, they probably were saying fuck all that right. inside in their own, you know, churchy kind of way. Um, no, they were saying fuck, fuck all that. that. Church. When you, <laughs> nah, you're right. When your kids act out of line, you got to pop them back in line, you know. And so I I knew I had a – I think I had I had something to say about it, but I really wasn't I that I invested. Did, yeah, Lexi pissed me off. Lexi. That hoe. That, well. Yeah. I, 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 I take issue with her for some things. Um, I can't remember I, – I, I do remember her responding and saying that, you know, she supported – um, Kirk Franklin and yeah. you know um, it's interesting because people think it, that you should be, you know people will say spare the rod spare the rod spoil the child they take everything out of context you know a lot of a lot of things are taken out of biblical context because people want to want it to fit you know their way of doing things and right. um, cherry picking uh, they are child full of cherry pickers and we going so if you don't already know we're diving into um faith you know religion spirituality we're not going to take too deep of a dive because i do i i we are as we say all the time we are not teachers preachers or preachers, child um so we can only speak from our own personal experiences um but i think it was just the overwhelming support for him it's, you know um I, he, he, it's his kid he can say his child he can say whatever he wanted to say to his child you know if you know behind closed doors but when it when it comes out you know people were just like oh my i stand beside i stand beside kirk franklin but what you about to say something i'm sorry yep it's just there what was pissing me off about the whole thing is they like y'all keep talking about it's his child this man is 30 years old it don't matter mm-hmm. it's still his son it's still his son and you y'all are like patting this man on the back for cussing this man mm-hmm. out and the only reason why Kirk Franklin apologized for it was because he got caught. Mm-hmm. He got put out in the air, and clearly he don't care nothing about it now because now he's talking about he going to break his he'll neck. Still break, he's still a father who breaks necks. You, you, you don't care. Because he feels he feels justified in his in his, in his attitude. Because the church has the backed him up. They've backed him up. With all their flaws. They de- <laughs> and, child, you can't t- and the thing is, you can't tell super churchy folks anything. And so that's really what this what today's topic is. Is it's just you know we're talking about church stuff, so I was raised in the church, you know. Um, I I was raised in a very southern black Baptist church, and children were certainly not 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 heard. They were seen. We were seen. I was raised in a very interesting way, Josh. Like my mom has always been a very outspoken person. And what she didn't like was that she raised me the exact same way. I didn't tolerate <laughs> I didn't tolerate adults talking to me any kind of way. And people don't realize, people think that it's a rite of passage that adults have a right to talk to children any kind of way. Right, no. That's what bothers me, yeah. especially about, about, about black church folks. They think that I'm the parent, you the child. I can talk to you any kind of way I want. But that, to me, 
absolving yourself of, of of the respect that you should have like people think that respect is only due to uh, do adults mm-hmm. but but adults who who raise who raise children don't sometimes don't respect their children enough to to teach them things you know and then they get and then they get mad when the child is like bitch I don't respect you you know what I'm saying and and that's that's the problem is that people think that these people think that I'm an adult so I demand you you owe me respect and I'm not saying that that children shouldn't respect their parents. I'm not saying please hear me out. And that's the other thing. When we talk about cherry picking, people will you ever you ever like tell somebody off and they only they only pick the things that that piss them off and never the facts that you're spitting at them. Right. I hate that. Yeah. I I have sent a <clears throat> part of my child please, but I have sent a long paragraph to someone about their raggediness. And they only picked out the, the things that I might have said incorrectly, you know, and they're like, you, you, I'm like, but no, but everything else, I, I slayed you. So, but, <laughs> but, but people will hear this and say, you saying that children shouldn't respect their parents. I never said that. No. What I am saying is that some parents believe that they don't have to respect you. They'll say, I'm your mama. I'm your dad. I don't have to respect, I don't have to respect you. Right. And where on God's green and blue earth is that even, that's, that's not even, a, that, that's, that's stupid. You should, you have, I mean, if you, you respect the dog enough to take the dog outside Ooh, to pee, speak a word. you respect the, you respect the dog enough outside to, to take him outside for a walk, but you don't respect, you know, your, your children's personal space. Um, you know, so growing up, I remember this one lady, child rest her soul. She, she's not with us anymore, but, um, we were sitting in the pew. This was one Sunday. I was talking to my, my cousins and she, no, matter of fact, it wasn't a Sunday, it was a Saturday morning. Um, we had uh, oh, I used to hate youth con- youth congress. I hated it. It was like yo, it was like the state of the union for little black kids. <laughs> I hated it so much. Um, it was like it was like Sunday school on steroids. God, I hated I hated Congress. Um, there was this woman, and I want to say her name so bad, but you know she's gone. Um, she <laughs> her wig used to always sit right here, like and it'd be oh, it's, like she would Kimberell. come in. <laughs> I don't know her. Um so um neither does her wig. Uh, so wow. So there's that. Okay. Here we are. Um so this this woman came, she walked up to to our pew and she's like, What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? And she said, Y'all need to be behave. And I said, Oh, yes, ma'am, we're behaving. Don't talk back to me. What are y'all doing? And she just she was she was just bothering us. I might have. I think I was like I was. I was twelve, um, and I couldn't understand for the life of me why she was bothering me. And so, a few years later, I was at youth congress again, and she was like, "You the little boy that like to talk back." At this point, I'm 16 years old. Ma'am, you let me sit your let me t- <laughs> and, and and not and I, I let me tell you I res- I have I have I was grown I was taught to respect my elders, but you can't pick on me. You cannot pick at me at all. Indeed. And so she was like, hey, you the little boy like talk back. I said, ma'am, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, you don't have to know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you. When I tell you, I said, I don't, I, my mom is right over there. Do you want to talk to her? She's like, I don't like your attitude. Like she, she was picking a fight with me for no reason. And that's what a lot, of, that's, that's what I, I experienced a lot in church was that people treated the youth like we were stupid. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? And so I, I don't know, like growing up in church, I definitely learned a lot, but I saw a lot. Um, I mean, they, we had, we had a strike at our church. Oh. Yes. Um, there was a time where, um, one of my favorite pastors, 
who's no longer with us, um, he some things happened, <laughs> and okay. and some members wanted him out of the church, and they literally were chanting. Um, I can't remember what they were chanting, but I, I remember the faces of them chanting and wanting him to leave the church. And it was heartbreaking. And we wanted him back because he treated... Now, he did he do some, some things that he shouldn't have done? Absolutely. But he treated the kids, he treated us like we were little kings and queens. He loved us so much. I remember when we sing, he'd say, oh, my babies. You know? <laughs> he, he loved us so much. But I watched him... I, I watched that church split apart. Um, I watched the pastor after him who was, he, if, 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 if Santa Claus was real and Santa Claus was black, which in my world, he's black. Um, um, this man was Santa Claus. He had a twinkle in his fucking eye. <laughs> like how you got a, t- he, a, a perpetual twinkle in your eye. Every time you saw him, he'd be like, he'd be like, Hey, and it was just, ding. but, um, it, was a cataract. <laughs> it probably was a cataract, <laughs> but he left our church because people were so mean to him. Uh-oh. He was like, they were mean. And then, um, then the, the final pastor, the, so the church I grew up in was one of the oldest churches in Texas. Um, it was one of the first churches that freed black people uh, settled in when they settled in um, that area. Um, the last pastor of that church that I, when I was when I was uh, still in school, he tore that church up like a tornado guard. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was mean. He was bigoty. As my mom loves the word bigoty, he was. He was a hard person to... So when he first came to our church, we loved him. Big, big light skin, you know, freckle-faced dude. And he was so smart. He had all these degrees and letters behind his name, which, child, if you really want the tea. Um, But he used me as a young kid to forward, you know, to progress, you know, his, his, uh, his mission to want people to pay him a bunch of money. And so, like, when he would have his pastor's annual day, he would get me to write a speech talking about why it was important that you pay the angel of the house, you know, the pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, child, um, he was dipping and slipping. Um, <laughs> um, and, and, and all the finances weren't, weren't lining up. So, um, so my, my freshman year in college, um, I found out that the church was splitting up. And I had, a, I had a, an aging great-grandmother you know, I had an aging grandfather, you know, and aging grandmother. And um, I said aging, not Asian, um, <laughs> aging. Um, and um, I didn't like my, my, my great grandmother was in and out of the hospital because she was almost 100. And I just thought it was a it was a very terrible thing that he was tearing the church apart. And so I wrote him a letter. I wrote him a letter, a handwritten letter, yeah. basically saying, you know, where are your sheep? Your your flock has scattered. My grandmother, my great grandmother is aging. We don't want her last few years on this earth to be, um, you know, part of you know your confusion. You know, you should care about the people who've left your church. Child, I thought I was big and bad, and that letter was heard around the community. It was split. There were people who were like, yeah, I'm glad Dustin told him, told him this, told him that. And some folks were like, he need to stay in a child's place. I was 18, you know, still young, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were hot. My grandmother was in the center of it, you know, because she going to defend her grandson, but she was friends with the people who were mad at me. And so I, I know it put a strain on her. Yeah. But 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 the, the thing that I want to be very clear about, um, 
my mama asked them before I sent the letter, she asked them if it was okay for me to do it. And so I got permission, you know, from my, my grandfather was the superintendent of the church. And um, he said, yeah, let him do it. I mean, I was an adult at that point, you know, right. and, but and not only, only that, but you don't have to be an adult to see to see things for what they are. You know right. what I'm saying? Speak up. Yeah. So child, I wrote in a letter and I was like, I sure did that. <laughs> he called my dorm room. Uh-uh. I wasn't about that life. For what? T- he wanted to talk about the letter. He said, um, brother, I received your letter. I said, oh, I'm going to have to call you back. I'm about to take a nap. Because <laughs> at, at, at 18, I went about that life, right. you know. I was scared of him, you know, like, because he he was a very intimidating person. But he left our church in, like, in shambles. You know, people left the church. People were dying, you know, not in, ha- having moved away from our church. People, you know, as they say, went back out into the world, child. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's crazy to watch one person, you know, destroy um a hundred plus years um a legacy a legacy you know what i'm saying and so growing up in my church my church was the was was the church to know man we had a drill team and all that stuff but but i remember my church fondly but some things i i definitely remember that were kind of off our baptism our uh baptism pool uh baptismal pool yes yes. (laughs) um um had a painting of uh, a white Jesus and a white John the Baptist. Oh, okay. And in in neon in neon lights above it it said one lord one faith one baptism in pink neon lights. The, oh. Those those lights don't work anymore, but it was I mean, it was kind of it was kind of hood but kind of tight at the same time, <laughs> but also problematic because why was white Jesus it's still there. White Jesus and white John the Baptist. It's still in the in the baptismal pool. Um Child, we we are we are a black church. Child. I don't think a, only time a white person ever stepped foot in that church was to go to a funeral or a wedding. Like you don't see white people in the church. I'm not saying that they're not welcome. It's just it was founded by black people, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. So I'm thinking like in the, that church was built in the late '60s, I believe, or early '70s. Um, I don't know who would think to put a white Jesus and white John the Baptist in an all black church. But it's there. Um, so what were your early experiences growing up in church? Um, I went to church with my grandmother and my grandfather. Uh, they went to this small church called Church of the New Testament. Hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, they preached the whole Bible, so I don't understand why, <laughs> why it's called Church of the New Testament. Get off this podcast. <laughs> but... It was a small little pink church. And back in the day, they didn't have that many choir members, but they were singing. It, 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 I don't know why I'm talking about this, but uh, <laughs> I guess because I'm a singer. <laughs> and they were singing. They, 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 they sounded good. Um, but they would always sing songs that I never heard no other church sing. Like, as many churches that I have visited and, and been a part of, like, they just would sing some songs that I just have never heard no other church sing. Mm. But anyway. Um, so my mother is a Christian, but she did not go to church really. She goes often. She prays and all this other stuff, but she just chooses to have church by herself. So uh <laughs> not the face. <laughs> um so yeah, I would go with my grandfather my grandparents every Sunday. Like I grew up in my grandmother's church, like they know me. 
it's the same people that's over there. And the same people that was in the choir stand 30 years ago, the same people there, which is why there's only eight of them left. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it, there was a lot of kids, you know, I, I liked to go into church, um, because, you know, it, it felt like a family, like my grandfather would cook for the church every Sunday. Mm. Um, and you know, and they, it, it was a big feast all the time. And so that's one of the reasons why I liked going to church because it's just, there was music and it was family and it was, you know, good times. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any bad memories. I just remember the women shouting in the back that scared me half to death. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you, you 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 this like we we complement each other very well because that's what I was gonna I was gonna mention. Um, so growing up in a Baptist church, you know, men didn't we didn't we didn't wave our hands. Little boys didn't wave their hands or, or catch the Holy Ghost. Right. That was for women to do. Yeah. And so I remember. Going to my the first time I went to a non-denominational church, a white church okay, yeah. in in Lake Jackson. Um, I remember going to that church with some two of my friends, and you know they had their hands in the air. Light of the world, oh. you stepped down into darkness. <laughs> into darkness. You know, and they're you know it was you know man y'all can't see my hand but it's, <laughs> like that you know, baby yeah like the little baby and 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 I saw these men they were they were passionately closing their eyes and passionately singing to right. this to God that they call daddy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. And I, and I and I had a hard time with that because I got I I, I had one daddy, you know, my, my daddy, my, my daddy, you know, my daddy, you it know, my daddy who worked worked the, the the graveyard shifts, you know. Like and so I couldn't understand this it was hard for me to understand this passion that they felt, but I I kept going and I remember um coming back to my to my old church and I was like, I'm going to raise my hand. You better raise church. your hand. And so I put my hand up like this. They were singing, Jesus is real. <laughs> and I had my hand up like this. And, like, my cousins were kind of looking at me like, like, why is he wait? wait? So I remember the first time I caught the Holy Ghost. Ooh. I was, I think I was, like, 16. And it was this hot, this feeling. I, I felt really, really hot. Yeah. And, and I didn't know, but I was just, I was crying uncontrollably. And part of me thinks it was just because there was a, a, a minor chord that someone put on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the organ. It would make you do it. But I, let me go back, though. I was six years old. My mama was pregnant. My mom was about 14 months pregnant with my brother Robert. She was about, she might be about 32 months. She was pregnant. Like, I'm talking about, she was, she was about four years pregnant with Robert. <laughs> she was, I mean, she was, she was big. Like, she should have, she should have, she could have delivered that day. Um, we were at altar call. For those of you who don't know who altar call is, altar call is when, um, a pastor who's you know, or a minister who is presiding over this time will ask for everyone to, who can and will, to come to the altar and get special prayer. Special um, prayer. And, and you're standing at the altar, and sometimes you get tired, your knees hurt, your feet hurt because you've been standing there because that one pastor or preacher, you know, didn't get to preach this sermon, so they're gonna get their sermon in at altar prayer. So that's altar prayer, altar call. Yeah. So we was at altar call with my very pregnant mother, and she started, she started catching the spirit. For those of you who don't know what the Spirit is, the uh, the Holy Spirit um, is a part of the Trinity, yeah. and it's what you know. It's it's what comes down, and you feel the presence of or, of God, and um, it might um, you might see this in when you see people who are crying uncontrollably and who are laughing or or screaming, um, and they might even run around the church a few times. Oh, and, yeah. 
Um, it has happened. Um, please don't don't get out and run with them or, or from them. It's no one's, <laughs> no one's doing. But this one particular time, um, my mother fell out, fell all over me, uh-huh. just fell on top of me, passed out. I was so I was like, that's my mama, that's my mama, that's my somebody get my mama. That'd be the funniest thing when folk, kids when folks be shouting, they kids is over there wailing, y'all. Listen, <laughs> listen. I know you can't help when the spirit hits you, but I need to cut that out. Listen, you need to tell your child, hey, look, uh, Deontay, I'm probably going to catch the spirit. <laughs> I'm probably catch the spirit around, around. so I'll have to call real, real, around like 1130. I'm probably catch the spirit around 1130, so Just be, be, prepared. Be, be also ready. So if you could yes, uh, get, your, get your bike helmet. helmet. Um, and your knee pads and, and uh, and, yeah, go out and catch me. Don't let my head hit. Don't let my head hit the ground. You'll you'll get a whoop when we get home. So so anyway, my mom fell on me and I was I was crying. And they took me away and child, they was fanning my mama. I, child, she don't know. I was mad at her the whole day. I was like, child, she had embarrassed me at the church. They were like, they was like, my cousin was like, yo, mama caught the Holy Ghost, child. They were picking on me. I was like, that's not. I didn't. I mean, I was a kid. But anyway, you know, um, I I wanted to, I want to take this. I want to be careful with this, but um, some of the things I loved about church were um, I love devotion. When those deacons used to sit on that front row, hate it. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Yes, lean back. Yeah, or, or guide me, oh thou great Jehovah. That 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 was my, that has guide me, oh thou great Jehovah. Most lyrics. It's, it was call and response that I loved, that I I still love about the black church. The deacons would sit at the front. Sometimes my grandpa would be asleep. You know, R.I.P. to grandpa. He was always asleep though. Um, and there was just something beautiful about that call and response. What I've learned um, is that that call and response that comes from West Africa, child. Um, and that's a that's another conversation we might have in this podcast. We we we, we going we going to tiptoe around that one. But a lot of these things that I see that I've seen growing up in the black church, they originated from West Africa, you know. And so I was just talking about you know catching the Holy Spirit. If you've ever seen someone catch the Holy Spirit, have you seen the you've seen the opening credits of of um, uh, True Blood? It's been a while. So the op- opening credits of True Blood, I, it's it's a great juxtaposition. The opening credits of, I think that's the right word. The opening credits of True Blood, you see someone, you know, like like they, she catching the Holy Spirit, and oh, you see you see yeah. some you see um, some um, voodoo practitioners is that, is that who Tara are. Mama? Huh? That wasn't her, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Tara May. Uh, <laughs> and you see some voodoo practitioners also like like they're they're possessed mm-hmm. um, by the spirit. Um, and then you see a cicada coming out of its, uh-uh, um, and so and it's it's in the way it's shaking, it's convulsing, uh-uh. and so it's interesting because when you see people at the black in black churches, you know, um, bucking and, and things like that, you're like, oh Lord, they let them use you, let the spirit use you. But when you see people who practice voodoo or voodoo, um, um, convulsing, you're like, that's the devil. And so it it makes me wonder how how do you differentiate. Who feels what, and 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 what makes you think that you know what spirit is in you? So you think our podcast turned off? <laughs> <laughs> well, because so so here's so for y'all that don't know, um, Josh is a Christian. I'm I'm, 
I'm a Muslim. He used to be. I used to. He turned I his did. back on Christ. See that now you, <laughs> I will kick you in your throat for that. So, he so loves the Lord. I did. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is a friend. Yes, he is. Jesus He's is a friend. Real. Um, yeah. and he's yeah. real. I, you know. Yeah. So, um, I, Ooh. I became a Muslim in 2018. Um, 2018, a few a month after my grandmother passed away. Um, it, it has been a very interesting transition. I don't remember when I told you that, but I, I, I do know that I was, I, I tell you everything, but I do know that I was a, a bit hesitant, um, in telling you just because you and I are, are close and you, you've, you've seen me through so many things in my life and I just didn't, you know, didn't want you to judge me, but, um, of course, and yeah, when have I ever I well, judged you, know, you, but well, I mean, hey, I mean, for something. Oh yeah, things things I've been judging. <laughs> uh, but but you know, so people ask me what made you, um, what made you leave um, the church, and I don't think that I left the church, but there was something about my life that wasn't fulfilled. So when I moved to College Station, um, I joined a predominantly white church that was open and affirming, meaning they accepted, you know. Uh, people in the LGBTQ community. I mean, there are rainbows everywhere in that church. I, I love, it's, I love that church. It's, I a, it's, that it's church. a great church. Um, one thing I was missing, I was missing, you know, um, the gospel music. Mm-hmm. It was, it, you know, that was that was hard for me. Um, but what I loved was the inclusivity of it all. Like they, everyone was included. You didn't, you didn't, you don't have to be Christian to go to that church. What, what, what Pastor Dan's message was is just preaching love from the perspective of God, from Jesus. And I love that about about him. I love that the church is so inclusive. I sang in the choir. Um, it was different, you know, it was it was different than, than what I what I'm what I'm used to. But I made peace with the the reason why I was there. Um, but something didn't something wasn't lining up for me anymore. And I remember going to um, Puerto Rico. And I'm not gonna tell this whole story because our podcast is, it's, it's about so many other things, and I, I don't. It's this very personal story, so I won't tell the whole story. But I remember going to Puerto Rico, and I was on this, on the, the tallest peak in Puerto Rico, and I was just talking to God. And when I came up down off that mountain, something was different. He was a different man. And you know, <laughs> I, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family members don't know that I'm Muslim child. Most of them don't even know I'm gay. Um, but I remember telling my mother that was that was the hardest thing to do was to tell her and my father and they asked questions. But let me tell you about my mama. Um, she said, "Well, but I kind of figured she was she was a Muslim. I heard you in there praying so silently. Um, but so but what? A, she is. But I mean, what about Christmas? And I was like, What do you mean? And I looked at her in her eyes and I said. Oh, you mean when if you are you still gonna get your gifts? She said yes. <laughs> I said, girl. So you know, my my mother my mother accepts me in that regard for for who I am, and I thank her for it. But it was so people still ask, well, why did you do it? Why did why did you leave Jesus? And I don't think I don't see it as me leaving Jesus because I I love Jesus and I love the things that I learned about Jesus. I saw it as as me living my my truth and the truth is and it's gonna sound weird i think i've always been muslim i 
I have always, I've always ascribed to this idea that God is God and that, that there's no one but God. You know, I, I believe in Jesus. I believe in the prophet, peace be upon him. You know, I believe in um, Moses, Musa. That's where my name comes from. Um, I believe in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Oh. Shadrach, Meshach, and a blind Negro. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I believe in all of them. Uh, Mary, um, Mary Magdalene, Miss Mary Mac. Uh, <laughs> Is believe. that where that came the one that had the the, the 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 silver buttons all down her back. Right. It might have been the silver shackles, the silver pieces. Uh, uh, uh. Child Mary was Mary, Mary was oh <laughs> shut up. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Mary Mackle from the Bible, child. Miss Mary Magdalene so with the buttons came. all down her back. Was a whore. She was a whore. <laughs> Did you know that Miss Wait, Miss Mary Mac Mac Mac, all dressed in black, black, black. With silver buttons. <laughs> she was dressed in black because she was upset about Jesus. Because she was there when Jesus died. But wait, I asked my mother for 50 cents to see the elephant jump over the fence. Bitch, I don't know about that. <laughs> Excuse us. We, 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 I don't know what just happened, but that was disrespectful. <laughs> the silver buttons all down our back. Um, oh my God. I don't know what happened. That <laughs> guy, we just went somewhere else. We went to a different place. Um, hello. Um, Welcome so, back. So, yeah. So, you know. <sighs> so, what has being a Muslim done for you? Like, what, 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 what is the feeling that you get from being Muslim that you don't from getting being Christian? That's good. Um, there is a discipline that I have um, in praying five times a day. Um, in my diet, um, um, the things I'm not supposed to do that I still do sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I don't feel pulled in so many different directions. You know, so when I pray, I pray to God alone. Um, I don't pray to the Father or the Holy Spirit. And people might say God is God in one. The Trinity is God in one, three in one. Um, but in our faith, we believe that God is God alone with no partners. Now, let me say, sit here and say this first. I didn't leave Christianity because I'm gay. and Because child, child, <laughs> Muslims. You should have went there if you didn't. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, a lot of, a lot of people don't know. People, I try not, I have been, I haven't been as careful with the things I post on Facebook and a lot of Muslims follow me, and they they know what's up, mm -hmm. you know. And so, th but like any religion, like any religion, there are people who take scripture and weaponize it to, you know, to to con to control people, right? You know. And so, I found the beauty and simplicity, um, and the ease in Islam um, that I have never found in Christianity, you know, and. I don't know where my where where the road is is going to. Somebody say it's, it's going to hell, but um, <laughs> but I but there's so much more that I'm ex exploring and I'm in carefully. You know, I remember the, my pastor used to say, you know, and those people who y'all start giving into divers temptations, divers. I, I was like, do you die? How? Say, what are you diving into? Yeah, but 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 I, I have been I've been exploring a lot of things. I don't practice a lot of things, but I've been exploring. I've been exploring. Exploring. I've been exploring. I've been exploring, you know, um, 
um, African traditional religions, um, like Ifa and 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 things like that. And you know, I've I've only and I've only been reading. I have not you know been um, you know doing a lot of things. But I I've re- been reading a lot about um, the the um, pantheon of of um, you know, um, when I say gods and goddesses, I don't mean that they're God like a capital G. Like I'm talking about right, like lowercase. Lower <laughs> yeah, um, um, this pantheon of, of gods and goddesses who um, Africans relied on and had to disguise when they were brought to America um, as saints. And so they, you know, a lot of them use, you know, um, Catholic saints to kind of disguise their you know, their gods, you know, and so it's, it's been, it's been an interesting, um, change in my life. I never thought that I would be, you know, in this place. Um, I, I, I do believe in Jesus. I do love Jesus. I do believe in Moses. I do love Moses. I do love Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Shadrach, Meshach, and Billy Joel. Um, so, but you just don't pray to Jesus. mm -mm. Okay. I don't pray to Jesus. Um, I think there's a lot I have to learn about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I get scared sometimes. I have doubts. You know, I don't think anybody, I, you know, as a matter of fact, when I when I first became Muslim, I was trying to be really holier than thou. I was like, you know, because I know this is for me. I was talking to some other Muslims. I was like, I don't have doubts. Child, this grown-ass Muslim was like, bro, that's a cool story. I definitely have doubts. He said, I've been a Muslim. I was born into the faith, and I have questions all the time. And so I do have a lot of doubts, you know, um, but when I when I pray, I it's just a different feeling, you know. Um, I feel like when I stand and I pray to God, um, in my mind, it's just the two of us, you know, having a conversation, and it just feels different now than it felt when I was younger, if there, or than I felt when I was, you know, three years ago. But even now, I am a Muslim, yes, but I still, you know, I still listen to gospel music. You know, I will go to a church and clap my hands. And, you know, the only thing that I won't do is I won't, like, sing solos. You know, I, I won't, like, if someone asked me to come and sing a solo, I would I would, I would, would say no, I, I can't do that. Um, but even in that, I'm there's something, people might say it's the devil, but there's something that, that calls me to African traditional religions. There's something about um, going back to, you know, when, when, the deacons used to do devotion and that call and response and hearing that in, you know, Ifa, you know, hearing that in, in these, in these West African traditional religions, there's something about it that speaks to me. And so I'm being very careful because everything that speaks to you don't need to be, don't need to be uh, answered or, you know, responded to. to Um, but I, but I'm, so I'm, I'm being careful. Um, and I think the reason why, I'm I, I'm exploring at this age, this point in my life is that um, I, f- I feel free like I feel free to you know ask more questions and um, I don't blame the church for the things that I've I've experienced I, I I do blame people sometimes for the things that they've done not not for me leaving the church but just um, I guess I couldn't imagine myself you know. Um, I don't want to be problematic, but you know when when I when I show up to the mosque, you know, um, one of the things I love about us is that when we pray, it's the same prayer all around the world. It's the same prayer. 
we pray the same way. We're facing the same direction. And the same words are coming out of our mouth that, or, or, that are, are in our hearts. Um, you know, um, it's, you know, the, first, the opening prayer for, you know, for when we're, so prayers call Salat. And the opening prayer is called, it's Al-Fatiha, and it's in the Quran. And it's the same, it's the same prayer, and it's beautiful. It's, it's, you're opening up and you're, you're talking to God or Allah and, um, you're just praising Allah for who he is and you're asking Allah to keep you on the straight path and not to stray. And I've never, even I'm talking about right now, like, like I don't talk about it enough and I can't believe I'm talking about it now, but I'm just, it's, it's beautiful to be in, in, in agreement with everybody mm-hmm. and I don't feel like now they don't know me that well so they, they they don't know me well enough to judge me you know but like I'm sure if they <laughs> they heard how I talk especially on this podcast they'd be like <laughs> uh, you know he is not welcome here <laughs> you know <laughs> but um there's just something beautiful to me about a monotheistic religion and you know you might say well what about the all the gods in the African you know uh, traditional religion that's it's different you know um so Oh, Lord, it could go so many different places. But you know how in Christianity or just in life, you talk about guardian angels and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, those are our ancestors. You know, like that's Mama Let. You know, she's my guardian angel, you know. And so the, the thing is, the language has been changed. And a lot of these religions have been demonized because they don't fit the narrative because people can't contain what's going that you know that what's going on in Africa people can't contain the f- people well people can't handle the fact that Africa cannot be contained and people can't handle the fact that that people are going to pray and 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 talk to their ancestors it's crazy because we walk around with you know talking about our guardian angels you know when people die in, in the Christian faith this is my guardian angel well who do you think what, what do you think that the ancestors were or are there are guardian angels? There are people who who look out for us. You know that's that's it's nothing evil about your ancestors. You know, and it's crazy because we anglicize everything. Because when when I I mean let's be true, let's be real. When you think of an angel, tell me you don't think of a white woman with long flowing hair. <laughs> you know, playing a harp or or or, or blowing in a loop. Yeah, a loop, not loop. It's blowing. A, <laughs> um, you know, and so but what about what about a black ass person? You know, like like you know you know might have a hair up in a little in a up down you know half up half down like uh, it's your it's your guardian angel you know it might have a faded Will Smith shirt and be like you know hey baby you know I don't want that jam you know <laughs> um or what's up shirt on no I'm just I'm being I'm being silly but I'm but what I'm saying like we like African religions have been demonized you know if it's not a if it's not Christianity. You know, it's it's you know it's 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 demonized. But do you remember Becky from? Um, are you talking, are you talking about a general term? Or are you talking about no? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember a white woman? Uh, do you remember Becky from Austin? Did uh, you have, your, your friend? Mm-hmm, sure do. Did I tell I told you my friend sent me a message right What's on Instagram? Uh, so my friend sent me a message. My friend sent me. She well, and I and I when I use the term friend, just know that we are we are not friends. She sent me a message about four months ago, and she said, "Oh dear, I cannot believe what I'm seeing. This breaks my heart. You're a Muslim. You need to stop that. 
I don't know what happened to you at College Station. Same thing happened to my brother when he went to college. I don't know what college has done to your mind, but you need to come back to Jesus. Oh. And, and you know, somebody might say, amen. But the thing is, you don't, she don't know me. Like, she knew me when I was living in Austin. She knew me, you know, like, but you don't know what I, what the, you don't know what I've been through. First of all, if you wanted to talk, let's have a conversation. You might say, right. hey, um, saw that you became a Muslim. Like, what's up with that? You know, I would love to talk more. And, and I would definitely open, you know, it was the approach. Right. And I wasn't, I wasn't initially offended by it. I was kind of like, girl, get on. Like, me and you not, you know. But what it turned into, it was less about her concern for my soul and more about her being upset that I didn't talk to her about it and that I haven't spoken to her in years. Because it, I said. Like you owed her something. Because my, my response was, sweetheart, I haven't talked. I haven't, I, you and I don't even talk. And she said, why do you think that is? I'm not the reason why. And I was like, oh, I see what this is. You're upset that we don't talk anymore. And my thing is, you can have a difference of opinion in how I live my life and how and what I believe and, and who I worship, but talk to me nice. <laughs> and and, and we're not going to have no problems. Now, there are people who I know once they find out you know, that I'm Muslim, there's actually a family that lives here in town that I we haven't spoken, but they know I'm Muslim and... They haven't spoken to me in over a year, almost two years. It breaks my heart, you know. Um, this is my, this is just my path, and am you know, am I fearful of hell? I mean, Muslims believe in hell, you know, the hellfire. You know, they believe we believe in that. My views are just a little, a little different, you know. I. I don't feel unhinged, or I don't feel like you know. I believe in everything, like you know, like I'm. I'm not gonna say I'm cool on hell because that's like a, that's so ironic because hell is hot. <laughs> cool hell. But I'm, but I'm not, I'm not afraid of hell because that's not where I'm going, you know. So like it's like I'm not gonna be afraid of that dog because I'm not finna get in there in the gate with the dog. Um, I, I I I understand it's there and mm-hmm. I understand that it exists, um, but I'm not afraid of it. I, I think that people probably say you skipped you skipped around the question. But the, the major, the answer is I fi- have found, I found simplicity and peace in Islam that I haven't found in Christianity. I found um, a community in Islam that I, that, I'm going to say that I haven't found in Christianity, but it's a different type of community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found the beauty in prayer that is different from, from Christianity. I won't say better. It's just what works for me. And when my grandmother died, um, I went to her gravesite and I told her, you know, and I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know if she's listening or where she's listening or you know, if she was up somewhere in heaven. I don't know where she was, but I was I felt I felt that she could hear me, you know, and could understand because I don't know. I just feel like God. God put all these people on this planet at different times in their lives and different parts of the world to experience different things. And I just so happened to be born into a Christian family, you know. Um, but had I not been born into a Christian family, like had I been born Muslim like like my, like my friend Zoeb, um, what then, you know? Should, is, it, is it written? Is it written that, that someone would come into my life and make me Christian? You know, um, if I was born Buddhist into a Buddhist family, if I was born to a Hindu family, 
should I be waiting for someone to convert me to Christianity or even to Islam? You know, so I just people gonna say it's a cop out. People say you are you are a heretic. This I just feel like everybody doing the best they can. Yeah. To 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 love and and not everybody not every lo- not everybody loves God or believes God or knows God. Um, and some might say, well, you know, people are so disappointed. In you. you turn your back on on God. God has always been there. I I I I've never left. I mean, well, I may have strayed here and there, you know, you know, <laughs> making mistakes by the lake, but. I've I've always found my way back to God, and people will say, "Well, God and Allah are not the same thing. God and 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 Krishna are the same." I, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> but I know that what I what I feel when I talk to God is very real, and you know it's it's real to me. <laughs> it's <laughs> to <Right>. Umi, <laughs> um, yeah. So. <sighs> Have you, do you have, is anyone in your family that is not Christian? Um, uh, not that I know of. I mean, I, the only person I could really say that I'm questionable on is my aunt Keisha, because she, um, I was about to say something. Love her dearly. (laughs) But, um, she don't go to church. She ain't been to church. Last time she went to church was at, I think, my grandfather's funeral and child mm-hmm. and she had on some she looked good i was like yeah keisha i didn't know you you could you could step out like that she held this long ponytail to the car <laughs> and she had on some heels i ain't seen my aunt keisha wear no heels and never <laughs> uh, and she had a nice black dress and then she took it back out <laughs> hey she's, she's a woman with purpose okay. um i I I don't know if she believes in God because she she don't go to church. She don't talk about Jesus, and um, I I don't know. I'm, but then let me ask you this: Then does a person have to talk about Jesus to be a Christian? Do they have to go to church to be uh, a Christian? They don't. Mm. But the Bible does say, huh. "Forsake not the the assembly." Um, so I, going to church is is well, we believe as Christians that going to church is an important thing because mm-hmm. you know. You're supposed to go there to learn and to, you know, experience God in the house and to find community and fellowship hmm. with like-minded people. Come on, Pastor Josh. Don't do this. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I, and I hear that because you don't have to go to church and there's a lot of things that is wrong with the physical building mm-hmm. and the people in the building. And, you know, but once you find a good church to go to, it's good to go, you know, hmm. because you the, can't find all these answers by yourself. But you said forsake not the assembly. What if what if niggas is assembling over on Cesar Chavez? Uh, I mean, assemble on Cesar Chavez. Well, I mean, because, you know, forsake not the assembly. Right. It's but just what? wherever you assemble. I mean, because the Bible also says we're two, <laughs> two and three. Two and three. See, I know the word, you yeah, know, and, and, you and know I, I, and that's the thing, you know, and I, and, but knowing the word. And un- and remembering it as a, as you know as a child and or reciting as a child and remembering it as an adult are so different because I had I just there are so many things that I understand to be allegorical you know for you know the, you know and also his that that are written w- you know with a certain historical context and so I'm I'm just very careful. And I try not to. I try not to decipher things. And right. And I don't always have. I don't always have the words. There. There are ministers who go to school, you know, theology school mm-hmm. to, to lead. You know, to to read and to teach, 
and that's that's really important. So I was gonna ask you this question. This is kind of off top. It's it's on topic, but it's just kind of a, a a different spin. Um, do you think that God has a gender? Um, you know, I've I've thought about this. Um, I don't. I, I don't think God has a gender because you, I I I don't. But we call God He just because of mm. you know men <laughs> yes. wanting to be you know the the head of everything so we patriarchy can, we, we just say God is a He. And I had a problem because one time my friend I'm not gonna say his name. He started calling God a she. I was like, no, why the hell would you do that? <laughs> but, you know, and that, but that, that was, you know, me thinking that there's a problem with God being a she. Because that's all I know is God is a he. But, you know, I've, God could be a she as much as we, you know, talk, you know, if you think of like, you know, Mother Earth and the nature and all mm-hmm. this stuff, this person's supposed to be so, you know, giving and it's all these maternal, mm-hmm. you know, aspects to this. Speak, Josh. <laughs> to to our God, and why why couldn't God be a she? I mean, clear, technically, it's a they. Lord, today. Um, so I ask that because you know something. I was talking. I was talking to Byron about this um, today. There's so much of our faith that has been rooted in white supremacy yes. and patriarchy, and. You know, I went. Back, I'm, I'm going back to. So even though I might, I might, y'all, I might take the turn, take a turn around the corner and talk about something. I'll usually come back and finish my my thought. When I was talking about how Jesus and John the Baptist in our church were 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 depicting, you know, depicted as white men, mm-hmm. um, it's it sets it, it sets a tone. It it's a reminder that we are lower mm-hmm. than the people in the painting in that church. And the white people and, are our saviors. Mm-hmm. And some and some people say, well, it ain't, it ain't that deep. It is that deep. It is it is that deep. It's as deep as that baptismal pool. Um, <laughs> deep. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's deeper. It is deep. There are, there are rules, and there are ways that, you know, that have always been, been in place, quote-unquote, that allow you know, white people to subject black people to all sorts of violence and and to feelings of inferiority and um, to rule them or reign over them. And so this, looking at the image, I always I always looked at, at white Jesus and, and wondered, like, what are you doing in our church? Right. Like, why, why are you here? Especially when the Bible says you don't look nothing like that. And, you know, and it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, um, you know, we hear this all the time. All this, we hear this all the time that, you know, um, Sunday Sunday at this time is the most segregated time in our in our country because, you know, you have people who never step foot in a St. James or a Shiloh Baptist Church that are that are not like them. Child, child, <laughs> um, uh, you ain't saying nothing bad about nobody. Um, but you have white people who never step who who will will only step foot in these churches for certain reasons. Like the only time white people came to my church Child, when it was time for them to vote. For time them. to vote for them. <laughs> you know, vote for me for the school board. I'm you know I'm I'm just like y'all. I like I like black eyed peas and uh-uh. collard greens too. Right. You know. And you know, they wouldn't see them. No, would never time. see them again. Oh, unseasoned collard greens. Um, would never see them again. And so, um, so part of me, part of me, is really, you know, has really been studying African traditional religions because it's it's a 
it's a belief system that is centered around my my roots you know um and where i come from and i'm american you know i i know that about myself i know that about myself but i'm not just american i'm a black american with 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 ties to africa no matter what's what no matter what people say it's some it's some it's some silly folks in this world who like you know i'm native american my people were here they so they where were they before they were there <laughs> how did they get to native to, to america ladies and gentlemen josh Child. Has spoken. Because quiet as it's kept, there was black people here before the Native Americans even got here. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different topic. Well, you know, <laughs> I just say, you know, I, I, you know, we're we're not preachers, teachers, or reachers, Child, but we're I, just. But I like, will be today. But I, yeah, and so I just, I, I, I feel, I do feel a connection to 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 Africa and these these this religion because and it's it's hard because I'm not. I don't want to <clears throat> I don't want to take any steps that I may not be able to come back from, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm just careful because you know, I don't know what I don't necessarily know who I, you know, who I'm going to meet, you know, when I pass away. I don't I don't necessarily and some people are like, "Well, you might just if you want to be sure." You know, and <laughs> I but I just I feel very deeply about some of the things that I've been experiencing and I'm not drunk. I'm not high. I haven't been, you know, it's not because Beyonce put out a, a, a album where she talked about Oshun. It's not, it ain't about that kind of right. stuff. And I, it's not, and that's not when I became interested in it, you know, and I'm not going to get into the Orisha and, and things that I think because that's disrespectful. But I will say that there have been a lot of signs that have, have led me to um, want to learn more about myself through the through these religions through this religion um but i'm being i'm you know i'm being i'm being careful i'm being cautious and i'm being respectful and wanting to you know not only honor the faith the faith that i have converted to but um just i mean and just because you want to learn about it don't mean you're trying to convert yourself yeah yeah i mean i'm interested as well i'm I'm totally fine jesus yeah (laughs) It's a song called "Jesus Is All Right with Me" by DC Talk. Oh, um, okay. Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> just um, all right. But just, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that song. <laughs> but yeah, so so religion is such a strange thing, man. It's, it's 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 complicated. You know, it's it's hard. You know, because I still, you know, when I when I go to my mother's church, I went to my mother's church for a funeral, and you know. I I sat there and I, I just I listened to the music and I sang along and I I love what how it makes me feel. But I but my feelings are just different. And I never thought I would be in this place. I never thought I'd be in this place, you know, and someone might think that I changed religion because of the, the Christian people in my life who mistreated me, but I would never do something based on what some of those niggas did to me. You know, like mm-hmm. like I my bandmates were Christian and they were they treated me very much so not like Christian people would treat you know, treat you, but I didn't I didn't say you know what, man I'm gonna be something else like it wasn't like it wasn't like that at all. It's it's just it was me finding something that 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 worked for me yeah. where I could worship God. So, <sighs> what else? You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Do you have a child, please? 
<laughs> oh, so we moving on. Moving on. Child okay. Please. <laughs> um, do I have a child, please? So do I ever have a, a real child, please? I be ignoring everything in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so shit that I should have a child, please, about, I don't, because um, I just, I, I don't be remembering because I be ignoring everything in my life. That's mm-hmm. a bad way to go through life. But mm-hmm. it's tra- trauma. Feel that. Um, well, I... I'm gonna redo this child, please, because we, you know, we recorded the episode and it, it sounds like a cracker jack box. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we did have another episode that should have went out this week, but you know, well, last week it was that episode is this why we're not supposed to be recording on Zoom. On Zoom. So this child, please, is a multi-child, please, yeah, and multi. I know people are going to be upset when they some people when they hear this, but I have to get this off my chest. Um, I was talking to some friends about this last night, but I wasn't able to, I don't think that I was able to express myself in the way that I need to. Um, but here's my problem. I have this problem showing a dangerous amount of deference to people. And I think, um, I think that one thing that I do, and I've done this for so long, for so long, I have, um... I have dimmed my light or made myself seem small um, for to um, to uplift other people, mm-hmm. and it's it's a form of submission that is unhealthy. And so, in doing that, people think that you know I'm some you know I'm a, you know I'm 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 lower than them or or I lack confidence. But a lot of the times I do it because I want them to see that I care about them. But you've, you and I have, you've told me these things, you know, a lot, like, you know, that episode, bitch, you Beyonce, you know, like, um, but I want to say this. So a few, a, few, a week ago, a week or so ago, um, a friend posted um, a status comparing the, um, what, what Kyle Rittenhouse did in um, uh, Kenosha, to what that that uh, that brother did in Waukesha. Yes, all the Ishas. All the Ishas, Ishas, um, Noshas, Ishas, Kishas, um, and he was basically, in so many words, he was saying that you know black people um, get more of get more consideration in the media than white people, and I wanted to. I was respectful in my response to him. You know, in so many words, I told him, child, please. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just not true. Um, his friends were commenting and coming back and coming back at me. And, you know, he, ne- he never once came to my, you know, defense. You know, he let them say what they wanted to say. And that further let me know what I, what I knew. So, and the thing is, he, he probably doesn't believe that it was racist what he was saying because he never used the word black. But the thing is, people think we're stupid. You don't have to use the word black for me to know that you're talking about black people, sis. Right. Like, it, I, and I couldn't, I can't fathom how people think that we are that dense. Like, I know what you're talking about. You're, you're, you're talking about black people versus white people, but you, you won't say it. And so that's what I told you. I've, I've said this a million times. The thing about racism the reason why people get away with being racist is that racism cannot be tried in a court of law. Racism doesn't have feet, legs, arms, teeth, a tongue, eyes. Yes. It, and so 
you can disguise it. You can say you could you could call somebody a nigga right now Mm-mm. and say no, I it was my I was in a diabetic shock. I didn't know what I was saying. That's that dude, that basketball player that I mean that 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 um announcer that that called a, a, a black woman a, a nigger oh, and yeah, and said that. that he had a he was you know had some issues with his with his diabetes with his sugars. Right. Child, I ain't never known uh, diabetes <laughs> to, to be like you better say, you know like <laughs> and but the, and that's and that so that's my issue. But but more than that, so this man and I work closely together. And some, you know, not not at work, but some extracurricular stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was thinking about quitting. Um, and um, I think that some of my friends, or um, maybe may have heard word that he was quitting because of our exchange. And I immediately, before you say anything, I immediately felt bad. I felt bad initially, and. I was just like, there you go again, Musa. You know, uh, telling people off on on social media, and they're quitting these these uh, these positions, and now folks are mad at you and think you need to make it right. And I, when whenever this was told to me, when I was told that he was quitting, I immediately, like I said, I immediately felt bad. And I think it was maybe like a few days ago, where <laughs> I laughed and I said, you. You got to stop doing what you're doing. That's right. You have to stop that. People in my life in these extracurricular activities see me one way, and they're not used to me being, you know, like there's there. Okay, there there's Musa, who is, you know, not only doing this podcast but is a creative. You know, and he does yoga. Um, there's Dustin. You know, Dustin is a great guy. You know, loves his fraternity, loves his family, oh. his faith. Yes. Um, uh, good vegan food. There's Gerard, who is my my middle name, but my music persona, you know, and who loves to perform and can't wait till his hair gets long so he can shake it and just <laughs> slay your lives. And then there's there's D Kemp. D Kemp is <laughs> is who where I've been where I've been going lately with my thoughts and my feelings. D Kemp is not gonna have your bullshit, and D Kemp is not going to apologize for you being in your feelings and wanting to quit things because he told you about yourself. And D. Kemp is also not going to apologize to friends who, you know, who think, you know, hey, you know, you're the reason why I quit. You should probably, you know, and D. Kemp is who people have never, ha- people in this town have never met. You know, and you know, people might say, he crazy, he got all these personalities. No, that's not... <laughs> What I'm saying is there are parts of there are parts of me because those are all pieces of me. Yes. But there is a part of me that I don't get to show people because it might be off-putting. In most cases, and I say this very carefully because I don't people. But in most cases, I am the only cisgender male in in the in the mix. Black cisgender male in the mix. Um, black queer cisgender male in the mix. Let me be right. very clear. And so, some people don't know how to take me. Like, I don't have a lot of relationships with people in this extracurricular activity um, because I'm I'm different. You know, they don't like they don't they don't you know when someone can't put their finger on what makes you you, they it's hands off. You know, so anyway, um, child, please, you know, don't quit on my behalf. You know, um, <laughs> stay because you want to stay, quit because you want to quit, but don't quit because it's getting too hot in the kitchen. You should have put them eggs on the stove in the first place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no that, ain't, that ain't fried. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 
Is that all for for this? Child, I think that is that is that's it. Okay. Well, y'all, again, thank you for your support. And to that person that, that rated us one star, you know what? You know we you you'll be all right in life. You know, just just keep your eye on the prize, uh, girl, and and you will be a okay. And if you really have an issue, email us and let us know huh. what your, your issue is. Where can they email us at? Child at childpodcast at gmail That is child with. All right. All right. And y'all, please send your questions. And if you have a child, please <laughs> feel free to send that in and we will be seeing you. I think that we may do one of the episodes and take a little a little criminal break, a little criminal break so we can gather ourselves and, and hit y'all back with like something, some bomb ass you know things in in the in the fall in, in the fall. Who oh, am okay. I? Right. In, in the in the new year, Lord. Um, but we want y'all to send not just your questions but suggestions. If you have any topics you want to hear us talk about, you know we're not teachers, preachers, or reachers, but we will do our very best. And this is an entertainment podcast, so anything that you're hearing, you can don't take to the bank. You know you can tell your mama or somebody, but like we are not, we are not professional psychiatrists. We are not therapists. We are not counselors. We are simply simply two gay black niggas you know having a conversation with each other um over some falafel sometimes anyway okay love y'all so much bye